Hello all, and welcome to episode number 12 of the Jello Hell No podcast. I'm happy to have you here with me today on this, the 10th of November. Um, wow, this month is really flying on by, and if you're wondering why it is that my voice sounds as if it took a trip down to the cellar, well, suffice it to say that I was at the Bucks game last night, and despite Giannis putting out 54, the Bucks managed to lose the game, and I managed to lose my voice screaming at assorted players and officials. Um, but with that being said, um, at least I was able to regain it to a certain extent. It has not been able to sort of regain its typical perch, though, um, in the lofty heights which it occupies. So there's that. Just wanted to clear that out of the way if you're wondering why it is that I sound like I have a freaking disease. And uh, now let's get into the main portion of today's show. All right, so let's see what's been going on. Um, actually, on the, the other day, I'm on my way home from school. And I know this is pretty much how every single one of my stories starts. But, I mean, the stuff that happens to be on my way home from school is usually pretty wild. And I can't really say why it is that this always happens to be on the way home from school and not on the way to school. But it does, and um, there's that. So, anyway, like I was saying, I was driving. And kind of close to campus, there's usually this little kind of section of curb, which is occupied by one of the local, um, I would really like to put this delicately, but I really can't, um, one of the local homeless people. Um, they tend to stay there. Um, that's just sort of the sort of little patch they occupy um, to ask for alms. And usually, you know, um, this is sort of standard stuff. When you see a homeless person, they have their little cardboard sign. It usually says something like, um, please give, anything helps, God bless. And it's very standard and it's very boring. And it kind of gives me... Um, kind of causes me to wonder if there's some sort of labor union, as it were, of the local homeless um, contingent, where they just kind of get together and discuss what it is that is acceptable or what is most likely to get cash. And then they put that stuff on a sign and everyone does the same thing. So I'm kind of used to seeing that. But this time I saw this fine redheaded young chap. And in retrospect, this is probably something that only a ginger would be capable of putting on a sign. And it said on his sign, spread some cheese on this broke-ass cracker. And, you know, I really have to say that the creativity there is not to be underestimated. I, there was part of me that said, how is this chappy homeless? I mean, get this man a job um, at the Cincinnati Inquirer because this boy has a seriously eloquent way about him. And I think you really have to give um, credit where credit is due. And there was part of me that really wanted to roll down the window and shell out. But um, conveniently, and in retrospect, this was very convenient, I did not have the required sum. I, in fact, I didn't have any sum. I was kind of living on debit and credit, and I wasn't about to slip him the little plastic card. So I just kind of rolled on past. Did give him a thumbs up, though. Saluted that because you got to give credit where credit is due. I'm assuming he's one of those freelance boys, like I'm saying. He wasn't one of those, one of those union members who put that same generic crap on their signs. Um, and actually I saw him again yesterday and he has updated his sign and, um, I'm not going to repeat it here cause it's a bit vulgar, but, um, equally eloquent, um, equally inspiring stuff. And one of these days I'm going to have to slip him a few, a few bucks, kind of carry him over to the next meal. Though I'm sure he gets plenty of attention as it is. Um, that sort of genius just doesn't go unnoticed in a city as great as Cincinnati. So there's that. Um, just wanted to kind of clear the airwaves with respect to why it is that it seems as if I don't 
hand out money to the homeless. Um, that actually brings me to another point. I think this was, um, I think the year after I graduated high school, I was at a gas station with some of my buddies and we're just getting gas. And all of a sudden there's like this, like, I don't know if she was homeless maybe, but she was this woman asking for money at the door of our minivan. And I can't remember what it was we were doing, but we were just kind of hanging out. And all of a sudden there's just this uh, woman, I think she was of Hispanic extraction or something. Perhaps she had one of those kind of like, you know, I don't know if it was Cuban or maybe it was Venezuelan um, accents or something. And she straight up was asking for cash. And I slipped her a 20. And in thinking back to this moment, I'm wondering what kind of drugs it was that induced me to perform such an action until um, I realized that it was just the kindness in my own heart um, that brought me to such a plight. I mean, minus 20 and the giving away kind of differential, definitely not my proudest moment. Um, I definitely got a lot of grief at the time from my peers and contemporaries. Um, but I have to think that it's going to count for something with a big man upstairs because it was the thought that counts. And though this woman probably proceeded to spend it on honey buns and cinnamon swirls, um, I have to admit that I did the right thing at the right time. Maybe it wasn't the right thing. It wasn't the prudent thing, but it was the kind-hearted thing. And so there's that. I think this is just kind of speaks to the fact, though, that I am not some sort of, sort of you know, steel steel-hearted dude. I'm not cold. I've got heart. I've got a lot of kindness in my, my soul. And this kind of speaks to that. Um, and it's not just me looking for excuses to explain away why it was that I didn't give any moolah to the ginger chap with the creative sign. All right, let's see what else has been going on around these parts. Um, oh yeah, so I joined the dusky realms of Twitter and I'm not really proud to announce this. I would say I'm more ashamed to announce it. But if any of my listeners occupy those same depths, they could be. Um, they should go ahead and give me a follow, support the show. That's exactly why it was that I even went to such an extent to promote the show. I joined one of the largest communal cesspools in the world. Um, and I have to admit that it has rubbed off on me a little bit and not altogether in a favorable manner, but there's that anyhow, and I'm trying to promote my podcast from that platform, and it would be great if any of those who listen to this um, could go ahead and give me a follow, like I said, support the show, and help me out. Before I wrap up here, I did have a few things to note about something I heard on a podcast the other day. It was a podcast uh, Jonah Goldberg was doing with uh, David Brooks from the New York Times, and it was very interesting. And I think it's maybe not the most kind of insightful thing I've ever heard, but it was kind of good to hear it from somebody else. Um, and it was just he was just talking a lot about how important it is for um, individuals to communicate and sort of make eye contact, you know, when they're speaking with one another um, and how it's just very validating. And while it sounds like a lot of just feel-good kind of crap, um, I think it's very pertinent to my discussion last episode about why it is that the modern world is so obsessed with self-love. And we get this thing where we talk about self-love, um, and it's more like, I, I and I mentioned it, I, I mentioned the problems with um, the notion, the modern notion, as it were, of self-love, and why it is that people just kind of go other way to feel good about themselves, even if they themselves are not necessarily um, up to snuff. And I'm thinking a lot of that comes from the fact that people can't really forge genuine human connections with others. They can't have relationships because they're so immersed in their technology, I think, is the root cause 
that they lose all their social abilities or their um, those same abilities aren't able to be formed in the first place. So I think it's really crucial that people just get off their freaking devices. And I understand that I'm not the maybe the best person to be giving this advice. Um, I don't necessarily follow it as well as I ought to, but I do give an effort to spend less time on my devices and um, just kind of live a better and more full life um, outside of the realms of the electronic, the digital world. Um, I think that's just absolutely essential for people to really be happy um, so that they don't have to go out of their way to kind of affirm themselves, um, even if they're miserable, but tell themselves that they love themselves and just kind of continue in their own sort of miserable and really very limited way of life. So uh, with those cheering words, I'm just going to sign out here. Um, I'd like to produce another one of these um, shortly, in a couple days. I've been saying for months that I want to get these out with more regularity, but it's just not been that easy, and I really can't control when it is that I'm able to record what with the state of my living conditions. That's all I've really got, and I will see you all next time.